It's great to be back here because uh, a month ago I was here filming a comedy of Game of Thrones called Persons of Thrones at the Lee Castle. It'll be on, uh, I believe, Netflix next January. And I finished another film two years ago in Bristol called Instant Death. The kind of character I played, the great guy you want to see him deal with terrorists. It's a great uh, vigilante kind of film. So my, that's my experience the last couple of years. Because I have four films coming out, so I had a lot of fun being here. And it's great to be here now to chat with you guys because I've never been here before, especially in this area. So we have any questions or what? You mentioned uh, Instant Death, the one you filmed in Bristol. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually have a friend that was in the scene with you where you were beating him up. How was that? <laughs> I hope I didn't beat him up too badly, huh? No, it's a great film. They filmed about a guy from the Special Forces. He kind of retired, so he's readjusting back to society, and he flies here to England to rekindle his relationship with his uh, daughter, granddaughter. So this vicious drug gang get a hold of my daughter, and they, they cut her eyes down, they kill my granddaughter. So you see me go on the revenge. It's a great action film, very heartfelt, very emotional, probably one of my best acting roles. If you get a chance, check it out. It'll be on uh, June 4th at Amazon. It's a great film, and it's a British film. So I had a good time at Bristol. And a good time beating him up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael Burhan from NerdGenius.com. I actually uh, have a, a history with yourself. Like when I was a kid, um, you used to scare the living life out of me when you were sorry. Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're not sorry, scared now, well. are you? <laughs> I won't know, I still am. But um, I want to basically ask you, my question's kind of twofold. One, what was it like to work with Bill Bixby when you're like becoming the Hulk character? And two, how was like working with guys like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie Stay Hungry? You mean Pumping Iron? Yes. Well, working with Bill Bixby was wonderful because he was like my mentor. I was a big fan of him before, before I did the series. And he's an actor, director, and producer. So working with him, I learned a lot because when I did the Hulk series, I never acted before, but I was able to show what you call Panama, and that means acting without speaking. So it was a great training platform for me. And I'm excited because that laid the groundwork for all the superheroes you see today. Because at the time when I did the, uh, the Hulk, the pilot, Captain America failed, Spider-Man failed. But the Hulk was the only one at the time to be very successful. Plus you had Wonder Woman too. But now 40 years later, the Hulk is still the biggest uh, franchise out there. Now your question about Arnold, I see him every morning. Arnold's faster nigger, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, I tease him all the time, and he rides his bicycle. You always had this entourage with him, all his stooges. So he says, hi, Arnold, how you doing? So he was my hero growing up as a bodybuilder. The guy's phenomenal, especially when he's done for the sport. So I have my own competition now. So I see him from time to time. I'm very happy. I still see him in the gym. I mean, the guy's 70 years old, yeah. and he's still working out. So the two of us, the only one that we made it into the mainstream, because at the time we competed, no one knew what bodybuilding was, until Pumping Iron came out. And in my opinion, it was the best docudrama ever made. It was, and you know, a testament to you both, especially for what you've done for not only the sport, but for film as well. Yeah, because back then, when I worked out, like in the early 70s, you never saw a woman working out. Women. It was like unknown, unheard of a woman just working out at the gym. So it changed over the years. Now you have men and wives uh, working out. You have uh, young kids, the families, so all that changed. But in my time, it was only like a male sport. So Popping Iron laid the groundwork to change all that. Do you still, do you still like find days where you're just teasing him all the time? Huh? Do you tease him like every single day like you did in, in Popping Iron? 
Oh yeah, because uh, sometimes I'll be behind the machine, he'll come and start yelling four more, two more, <laughs> the two of us. And I'm just saying, hey, wait a minute, I said, I'm 65 years old, I'm not 22, I'm not going to break my shoulder, break my leg here. <laughs> but you know, you get into that competitive mode. So, so here. What did you find your biggest challenge was as an athlete? My biggest challenge? Yeah, when you, throughout your bodybuilding career, what did you find was your biggest challenge? Overcoming adversity. When I was young, I lost about 75, 80% of my hearing. That made me extremely introverted as a child. So I had to work very hard to work on my speech, the way I, and also I got involved in bodybuilding because I was bullied my whole life. Kids would make fun of me, they used to call me deaf mute, deaf lawyer because I have this hearing aid and everything. So that changed all that, that was my biggest challenge. And uh, I think after that, other challenges follow, but that was, I would say, my biggest one I had in my life. And I've learned to overcome all that. Doing it, becoming a stage actor, becoming a film actor, a bodybuilding champion, and also being a deputy sheriff now for 12 years. So all these dreams I've had made it come true. Even though I was told many years ago, you can, you can, you can, you can. So that was my bigger challenge. Lou, in the uh, Incredible Hulk series, they went through a phase where they did try and introduce other Marvel characters like Daredevil and Thor, but it never really took off. Um, can you tell me what you what your thoughts were when they tried to expand that universe at the time, and are you amazed at how it's kind of worked now in the Marvel series? Well, at the time, New World Pictures did it because they were hoping to create a series from Daredevil and Thor. Those both guys were iconic actors, were great, but there's still a Hulk show. And I think today is great because now, because of CGI, because of all the better branding, have the A-list actors today, it's working for Thor. Like, for example, if you have the movie coming out, uh, Thor and Radical. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, it shows him and the Hulk. But it's such a huge film because in my time when I did uh, The Return of the Hulk, we had Thor. I loved it because Stanley was involved too. So I like the idea we had another Marvel camera character, but I think it wasn't ready at the time. But luckily that the Hulk was able to sustain all these years. And I assume you're voicing the Hulk in Thor Ragnarok as well? Yeah, and uh, also there'll be a couple of surprises I can't talk about. Big <laughs> one. Yeah, it's going to be good. But this is a huge budget, and uh, I'm excited, especially seeing the Hulk on the arena yeah. with the sword. I mean, like, now you're going to start to see. It's funny that when you see all the comic characters, but I have to admit, when I see the Hulk, it just stands out. There's no competition, <laughs> especially in the, in the, in the Coliseum. And it's like, as a matter of fact, I have that statue home. I bought it about, about a year ago with a sword and the, and the helmet. And it's funny, I'm seeing this, it's, oh my God, it materialized now in the film. Kind of off of the back of that one, um, what do you think your character as the, the Hulk... Wait, what's the question? What's the first question? Uh, what, would you, what do you think your character would be doing now as the Hulk if it had continued? How do you think, what do you think he'd be doing now? Would he be in the arena? Well, when, when we had the, the TV show, uh, Death of the Hulk, we were going to come back called The Revenge of the Hulk, where I had David Banner's brain, instead of just being the Hulk. Mm -hmm. So I could foresee that in the future. I don't know if you know this, because when the Hulk series began, CBS changed the name from Bruce to David because they said Bruce sounded gay. <laughs> Would you believe that? Then now we're back to Bruce. And now the Hulk is wearing spandex. Because <laughs> when I did the series, you always see... The Hulk, you see me change back to Bill Bixman. You see only one button open on the jeans. But then you see me at the Hulk, and, and I'm like three times the size of him. <laughs> and you still see one button open. So, so I see I see the Hulk uh, being much more sophisticated. Did you think there was anything unfinished about his story? Bill died. 
and we're going to come back with, with the Revenge of the Hulk, mm-hmm. where they find one blood cell to bring him back to life. Yeah. It was a big plan of Hutch Hutch, but apparently he had uh, prostate cancer and he's passed away. So that's what we were hoping for, yeah. because I didn't like the name Death of the Hulk. I thought it put a jinx on one of us, unfortunately. But with him directing the last two, fabulous, because I couldn't have a better teacher and a better director. I thought, oh my God, Bill Bixby is going to direct me and direct himself in the show instead of having a different director. So it brought much more flavor to the show. As you've said, The Incredible Hulk is a character that has remained beloved by people all over the world for generations now. What do you think it is about the character that gives it that universal appeal? Why is the Hulk so special to so many people? We all have a little Hulk inside of us. <laughs> we all want to break window. We all want to throw people where we get angry people around smashing cars. We all want to express how we really feel. The Hulk does it for us. You know, sometimes during a tactic, cab, you're frustrated, you're in traffic, and just wanted to scream and yell and just get in front of the car, just push the cars away, or just on time, just smash things as you're angry, and also power. We all have that connection with power, that powerful thing inside of us. That's how we connect with the Hulk. The Hulk expresses all that anxiety, uh, the emotion for us, and the anger, the demon. So that's why we're connected, because I always fantasized when I was a kid, those are the things I wanted to do. But I was the only one to have the opportunity to destroy everything on the set without paying for it. <laughs> when I did the series. So it was great, because every time I did a scene, the crew would clap. I said, why are they clapping? Because I realize now they're clapping because I express their anger because they relate to it when I was on the set, smashing through walls, I mean, like breakaway glass, jumping out of helicopters. So it it was a great experience. And you mentioned the challenges that you faced in your own life um, because of your disability. Do you think that on some level gave you more of a connection to the Hulk? Do you think that there was, uh, you know, that uh, emotional connection partly? Oh, definitely. I was the Hulk my whole life. And I used to read the Hulk comics all the time because, for me, it was like a chance to escape. I was like a real-life real life Walter Mitty. And I used to fantasize to be in the Hulk. The reason is because all the other comic characters had costume. The Hulk had the muscle. And because I was trying to get into bodybuilding, to me, it was about power, strength, G versus ease. I used to watch him, especially when he, when he does all those uh, grunt and groans, smash, smash, and playing. I wanted to be powerful, so powerful I could defend myself. And it got to that point that I was, I was actually like Bill Bixby of the Hulk my whole life. That's why when I went down for the audition, I knew that nobody could play the part better than I could because I know how the Hulk thinks and feels. Right now, there will be lots of young people feeling like you did when you were a kid, feeling left out, feeling bullied, not good enough. What advice would you give those young people? I think there are people that feel they're being bullied because it could be online, it could be a teacher, it could be a brother, it could be a sister, it could be a neighbor. Uh, the most important thing is don't internalize it. Go to someone to deal with the bully himself. Because the bully is the one that got the problem, not the victim. They're the one who's expressing their anger, taking their frustration down. But the problem is these people don't take action. Sometimes it could cause suicide. Sometimes it could cause harm in yourself. Sometimes it could cause drugs. In fact, also other family members involved with it too. And I've seen that situation because I talk a lot about bullying. But don't be. But we had to make the people that are bullied the victims. Don't be afraid to express. It's okay. Much as they are threatened, sometimes you change the bullies' life. It could be online. It could, it could be your own teacher. But it's important to take action. If you don't take action with yourself, nobody's going to. That's the best advice I can give. Why anybody bullying you? Not at this time. But no, I they will keep your advice. Just <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
Uh, Sven, I just want to ask you, um, taking back to the Hulk in the Colosseum, I recently interviewed your friend Sven Ole Thorsen, and he mentioned... What's his name? Sven Ole Thorsen. Yeah, uh, great guy. Yeah. Um, and he mentioned that, unfortunately, he beat you to the role of Tigris of Gaul in Gladiator because you were too ripped and muscular. <laughs> and at the time, he was more chubby, and they were looking for a, a, someone who could play a retired gladiator. What was it like to lose a role because you I don't think that's fit? the answer. I think the real answer is that uh, Schwarzenegger would yell at any rather has Sven because I was more of a threat. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the honest, that, that's what really happened. Really? Arnie yes, called Ridley? I, I was in the film. I went auditioned twice. I had the part. The casting agent told me that I had to do a Schwarzenegger. So apparently, uh, that day they felt uh, kind of jealous that they uh, switched switch role. Okay. Yeah. Wow. But I auditioned twice. I was hired. Everything changed when they started to begin filming. And Sven felt bad about it. Yeah. And he's a good so. friend of mine. But uh, Apart from the Hulk, you're saying as a child, uh, it's one of your favorite characters and it really influenced you. Are there any other characters that you felt influenced you or that you wish you had had the chance to play? Yes, when I was young, I just loved uh, Jane Bond, Sean Connery. Because he was suave, he was the agent, he was smart, he was intelligent. Those are the kind of characters I like. And also, the, the first one I remember was Hercules with Steve Reed because it was the first time I ever seen a muscle bodybuilder on the screen. So when I saw him pulling those two pillows that changed my whole life, that's when I wanted to debate. So those are the kind of characters. I get a chance to play the Hulk. I mean, I mean I'm sorry, Hercules. But as far as like the, the Bond kind of film, that's why this other film, The Instant Death I'm talking about, kind of like similar. So those are the characters that really affected me the most when I was young.